There it is. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Did the microphone trick I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Can we get that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. <laughs> are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning <laughs> to. Big time Timmy Jim Chris Sale Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Hello and welcome to another episode of Late Night Shots. Topher, Xander, and Lando. What's up? Here tonight. We got the three of us again. Should be a fun podcast. Seems to run a little bit better when there's three people. Usually. Mostly for when one guy goes to take a drink and the other guy doesn't have to <laughs> scramble. But So, jump into the mulligan tonight. I think we kind of got two of them. And one of them is... Uh, I don't remember the last time seeing a team down by this much in the first half in basketball. Like, that's not a college game. That's a pro game. He has a yeah. pro. College game. You'd understand. Maybe. Yes. Women's college, you'd understand. Yes. Like if UConn's playing Wazoo or something. Yes. But for the Clippers to be playing the Mavericks and be down 77 to 27. I didn't misspeak. 50 points at halftime. Like, how can you be that far down in a game in the NBA? Just set it up for dramatic comeback. Yeah, that was quite a comeback they had. They, they only <laughs> lost by one in the second half. <laughs> See, they improved. <laughs> it's super embarrassing to not improve. It's like, well, what happened in the game last night? We lost 162 to 56. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> I think it set a record for largest deficit since the NBA-ABA merger at halftime. Does it shock you, though? Yes. It doesn't shock me because it's the Clippers. Yes, it's still shocking. And they are known for not showing up. No, normally, that's just Paul George. <laughs> and Pat Beverly. Yeah. <laughs> and Kawhi. But we can't blame load management for this one. No. Kawhi wasn't playing in this one, right? No, it was no. after... Because he got popped in the mouth? Yeah. My zone teammate. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't break his jaw like he thought he did. I thought he broke his jaw. Yeah. But So Clippers set a record uh, worst loss in team history, I think is what I saw. That is what surprises me. That throughout their whole history, they haven't had a worse loss? Yes. That's pretty good, though. Because that goes all the way back through all their moves. Yeah. Because they were the Boston team, right? The other Boston team? Is that what it was? The Clippers came from San Diego, but they got moved yeah. there from somewhere in the east, right? I thought it was Atlanta. Is that what it is? Atlanta? Back in the day. Maybe it was Atlanta. I yeah. thought they were... I know the baseball team is called the Braves, but I want to say they had a basketball team called the Atlanta Braves. Uh, I'm trying to look it up real quick. Buffalo Braves. The Buffalo That's Braves. That's where it was. That's why I had the B stuck in my head. Yeah. Oh, never mind. It's the, the Warriors who were in San Francisco. Right? There's been so many teams. Um, like, they move around too much. Yeah. So, Clippers probably want a mulligan. You know who else wants a mulligan? Anyone that thought Dwayne Haskins was good. Yo. I'm just going to say I told you so. Oh, you did. Over <laughs> and over. Whenever he got brought up. You're like, no, Dwayne Haskins sucks. He's not going to be good. 
It's like, well, isn't it good value to get him like halfway through the first? No, he sucks. Doesn't matter. Take him in the fifth round. It'd be bad value. Well, look at that. Lane is right. I, I was discussing this with, with somebody on Twitter today, and they brought up, oh, well, maybe he just needs to change the scenery. I'm like, look, go back and watch whatever tape you want. The best defense he played that year was the Huskies in the Rose Bowl. And other than a first half where really his running is what changed the entire game, his passing statistics were just horrible. His accuracy was awful. That doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't, but <laughs> when you're eight. <laughs> Don't get into that argument again, you two. <laughs> but, I mean, would he really have even gone 15th to the skins had Dan Snyder not been like, oh, you know, he went to high school with my kid. I'm going to draft him because I like this kid. When everyone else was saying, don't draft him. Has Dan Snyder ever made a rational or logical choice? He's an idiot. I'm going to agree with Alex. A very rich, but an idiot. Yes. What's funny, though, is for Landon being the guy who was the closest to being correct about Haskins, karmically for that, he gets his team to be the only one interested. Oh, no, in there's Haskins. multiple. There's multiple. It's just Carolina was the first one to reach out. All right. First one. Well, that's what you get. I was the one who said that, that was going to happen, too. Yeah. Alex you called did. it. You did. Oh, and like, I will oh, cry. I will come on the podcast and there. cry. Because <laughs> it's karma. It's just terrible. And then they're going to sign Harry, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. I would legitimately come on here and cry. It was yeah. a full podcast yeah. of my tears. If they both sign there and then they take them to the playoffs, are you going to be mad? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it would be like 8-8. Eight and eight. Somehow getting into the playoffs and losing by 32 in the first round. Pretty much. Yeah, that'd be bad. <laughs> It'd be an <laughs> NFC situation yeah, this year. It shouldn't be a surprise, though, that he cleared waivers, though, right? Because it's only his second season? Yeah. yeah. So they'd have to take his contract, yeah. which no one wants to do that. I mean, he made 14 mil in the two years he played at Washington. Yeah. So. so he should be set for life. Not and, with... and it's all gone. <laughs> it's all in Seattle. He's been hanging out with Vince Young. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I think it's more the James Harden route. Don't bills in the club. Not even getting Wasn't that where he got suspended for? Yeah. Or not suspended, but... Got in trouble. Basically why he got kicked off the team this time. He got fined and got his captaincy removed. And then a week later got cut. Because he sucks. Good job, Landon. Thank you. So, Mulligan to the Clippers and anyone who thought Dwayne Haskins was good. If you want to take advantage of your Mulligan, head to Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. Uh, 25 bucks get you 18 in a cart during the week. 35 bucks on the weekend. It's a pretty good deal. Uh, they have their Par 3 series going on. The next one's coming up January 9th. So, make sure to head to Homestead for all your golfing needs. All right. So, one week left in the NFL. And it can get kind of confusing when you're trying to figure out the playoff scenarios. What? So I think... Kind of. <laughs> we should probably start with the NFC because it's a little easier. Right? Or do you want to go through the confusing one first? No, start start easiest. All right. Hey, I got to get through my drink a little more. <laughs> All right. So NFC. One seed. Green Bay wins. They're the one. They're playing the Bears. They're favored by touchdown or something probably. The Bears. 
You think the Bears are going to win? <laughs> Hell no. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if Green Bay beats the Bears, they're the one seed. If Green Bay loses and New Orleans wins against the Panthers, the Saints become the one seed. Yeah. The Hawks still have a chance to be the one seed. Packers and Saints both have to lose, and the Hawks need to beat the 49ers. Think that any chance of that happening? No. No? There's always a chance. Yeah. Point zero 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 one percent. I think the, the, I wouldn't go that far, but no. The Hawks are only what five and a half point favorites, but I think the game is being played. Is it in Arizona, or is it in Seattle? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, it it doesn't really help. I don't want fantasy football scenarios. Um, it's not like the Niners would have home field. But at the same time, Kittle probably wants to have a huge game to finish the season. I don't know if he's going to be able to, but. Who are they starting? Are they starting Beathard again? Uh, I do not know who they're starting. It's got to probably be Beathard again. The game's at wherever the Niners are playing. Arizona. Yeah, so that's why it's only, that's why it's five and a half. So what do you think is the most likely scenario for the top three seats? Do you think it's just they all win and they stay one, two, three? Probably, yeah. I don't think I looked. I mean, I I agree with Alex. The only one I could see flip-flopping is somehow the rejuvenated Bears upset Green Bay. The Saints aren't losing to the Panthers, so. They shouldn't lose. <laughs> the Saints aren't losing to the, <laughs> to the Panthers, so. I don't even know who we're starting. Oh, the Panthers are starting their third string running back because Davis is out. And we're on our fifth string left tackle. Ooh, that's fun. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so the Saints should not lose so to the pick Panthers. Up the Saints defense, fantasy. If you're still <laughs> playing in Week 17, yeah. for whatever reason, I do not want to be in your league if you're still <laughs> playing. All right, so the top three seeds. I don't think anything else can happen outside of that. Uh, New Orleans has clinched the division, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if New Orleans loses and Tampa wins. Um, but then we have the ugly, <laughs> ugly NFC East, where we're How ugly. Oh, this make up like ninety percent of the playoff scenarios in the NFC. <laughs> it's so ugly, you call it a double bag, where you want to wear a bag on your head in case the bag on their head breaks. People still can't see your face. That's how ugly this is. Looking at the point differential, they're all negative. That doesn't, doesn't surprise me. <laughs> well, I guess I guess Washington's not negative. Zero. Oh. Wow. Good for them. So you're saying? Everyone else. <laughs> negative 74, 81, Whoa. 78. Ugh. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> so uh, Washington controls their destiny right now. They beat the Eagles. They get the four seed. Yep. At seven and nine. Yep. But if they lose, the winner of the Cowboy-Giants game takes the division. Because if Dallas wins, they'll be seven and nine. They'll have the best record. If the Giants go to six and ten, they'll have the tiebreakers over the other two teams. I can't handle this. I really, <laughs> really want the Giants to win. I'm going Giants because I want to see a six and ten team in. Because it'd be so ugly. I just 
the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East. You think so? Yeah. Nope. Giants. So you think the Eagles are going to beat the football team? With Taylor Heineke as their starting QB. Yeah. Yeah. The Eagles are going to beat them. Uh, it hasn't really mattered who's their quarterback. Alex Smith was doing pretty good. Uh, uh, he, was. He, was, he was holding it down. He wasn't doing good. He was managing the team good enough. Yes. Was he better than Dwayne Haskins? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> there you go. He That's was, all you need. He was Trent Dilfering it. Yes. Or Brad Johnson. Or Brad Johnson. I, I go with Dilfer. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so, football team's in charge of their own division, or their destiny. They lose. Winner of the other game. Gets in. Dallas. All right. Then it starts to get a little more interesting. Uh, Tampa is in charge of their own destiny. They win. They're the five seed no matter what. They're playing the Falcons. So probably a good chance they get in. I mean, the Falcons just played them, the Chiefs pretty tough. So. Yeah, that's true. And realistically, if you go back a couple weeks, the Falcons were up big on Tampa. Oh, yeah. They were up before they... Falcon did. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, that's the whole. That's how you beat the Falcons easy. <laughs> you give them a bunch of points early, and then you come back and win. Just let them it's up. Guaranteed twenty-eight oh. to three. <laughs> if that game got to twenty-eight three, how nervous do you think Falcons fans would be? I mean, at that point, I think they're rooting to lose because then they have a top five pick. True. Good point. Uh, you can't screw this up unless you're the Jets. Oh, the Jets. All right, so then we got – it kind of helps that the Rams and the Cardinals are playing each other. It's why there's not a ton of scenarios in the NFC. Uh, if the Rams win and Tampa loses, the Rams are the five seed and Tampa's the six seed. But if both teams win, Tampa's the five, Rams are the six. Which I am so hoping for. That the Rams win? Yeah. Good luck with that. John Wolford is going to get the win. Hey, crazier things have happened. So now they got a better QB in. I don't know about that. I have no idea who that is, but I'm saying he's better. Neither do his teammates on the Rams. I'm just saying, crazier things have happened. I mean, yeah. But <laughs> it would be near the top of the list. Yeah. Especially since Cooper Cup's not playing. It's mostly... Right? Well, that's the bigger, bigger... Is it that he's not playing... on yesterday he could play but i don't know if he's on the close contact i think uh, they stuck him on the COVID the 10 day yeah well he'd be able to oh, he might be able to play in the wild card but i don't know all right so then we have if the rams win well if tampa wins the rams win the bears win the cardinals are out because the cardinals will lose to the rams if the bears win and the cardinals win the Bears are the six, and the Cardinals are the seven. So the Bears can get to the six seed. Which no one wants. No. No, no one wants to see that. Uh, let's see. The Cardinals can win, and if the Bears lose, they're out. Even though the Rams would have lost to the Cardinals. But on the other side, if the Rams beat the Cardinals, the Bears automatically get in. So the Bears are rooting for the Rams because they will automatically get into the playoffs. Yes. Which I kind of like when there's a scenario like that, especially if like 
say the Bears are getting blown out and the Rams-Cardinals game is close, it's going to be interesting for the Bears. It's like, wow, we really hope the Cardinals win. Or the other way around. And I think this has happened in the past where, say, the Rams are blowing out the Cardinals. Are they the same time? Yeah, they always play all these games at the same time. Okay. Right? Good. Yep. Yeah. So what is it like? So, yeah, you can't sit people. These will be the afternoon games. Yeah. So I think it was a couple years ago involving the Bears maybe and, like, the Vikings in the other game. But uh, Team A was up by a ton, and it automatically put the other game in. So they just pulled all their players at halftime. So it'd be interesting to see if the Rams were up a ton on the Cardinals if the Bears just pulled their players for the second half. Might as well. But I doubt the Rams are going to be up by a ton. Yeah. Because it's John Wolford. I'd never heard of until they said Goff had a broken thumb. No one has. I mean, I've seen him play, but... Of course you have. (laughs) You're baby McShay. Wake Forest, baby. <laughs> Wake Forest. Oh. Was it? Where was the, the Broncos guy from? Which one? The one who got forced into the starting dude when all oh, four. Oh, KJ. Uh, was that Ham? No, it wasn't Hamler. Was it Hamler? No, Hamler's the wide receiver. Yeah, he was a wide receiver. No, no, no. Hamler's been a wide receiver this year. But was where was the other guy from? He was from Wake Forest. Okay, so both these guys are from Wake Forest? <laughs> yes. How are these Wake Forest guys like not being that great in college and then ending up on teams as backup quarterbacks? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Like, why are they showing up on practice squads? Wouldn't you think there'd be better options? I mean, yes. You would think. Yeah, but it's the NFL. For how much money they have and how smart they should be, sometimes they're not very smart. No. No, they're not. Yeah. All right, so... What do you think happens in the NFC? Packers win? Yes. Yes. Okay, so then who wins the Rams-Cardinals game? Rams. Didn't you just make fun of me for saying (laughs) that I thought the Rams were going to (laughs) win? No, I didn't make fun of you. (laughs) I also agree. I think the Rams are going to win. Really? Yeah. I don't know if they're going to. I think the Cardinals win. I Even think. with Murray not being that healthy. I Wolf, think Aaron, Wolford's going to dominate. Aaron Donald's going to dominate. Wolford's going to take over the starting job. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have the number one and the number two pick from that draft, both with, what, $100 million left on their contracts, not playing? Goff and Wentz? Didn't they go one-two? Yes. So <laughs> yeah. teams traded up to those spots to get them. Signed them to $100 million plus deals. And are going to bench them both. Yes. All right, Alex. <laughs> Remind me never to hire Alex. He's my GM. <laughs> Just hire him and do the opposite. Uh, so you guys have. But the, if you, if I was the GM, you know, you would have Mahomes on your team because I said he was the best quarterback in that draft. I said it was Watson, so I don't feel terrible about it. You should. <laughs> um. So you guys say the Rams, right? Yeah. I think the Rams are going to win. So you guys got Rams and Bears in the playoffs. I got the Cardinals and the Rams. Yeah, I think that's how that works out. And I really, really hope Tampa loses. 
Oh, so the Rams can get all the way to the five seed? And Tampa gets the six? Yep. So that way, Brady comes to Seattle. Ooh. And the Bucks light the Hawks up. But that's for another oh, week. Because he throws for 547 yards. <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, he would. I know. All right. <laughs> so Green Bay, Saints, Hawks. You guys say Cow... No, Landon says Cowboys. I say Cowboys. Alex says Giants. Giants. I'm going with the football team. You just want to be different. Yep. <laughs> so we pick one. Yeah. So we're just different all over the board. Yeah, that's not confusing for people listening, trying to figure this out. <laughs> if you're ever confused on what the playoff scenario is, you can go to ESPN, NFL standings. There's a little playoff machine, so you can pick winners, and it shows you everything that can happen, which you're going to need if you're trying to figure out the AFC, because holy cow, is it confusing. Have you tried playing around with a playoff machine? No, I haven't. I haven't even. Oh, hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> so... The top three are easy. Chiefs are the one that's they're locked. They're benching their people because it doesn't matter what happens. That's good. Mm-hmm. If the Bills and the Steelers win, Bills are the two, Steelers are the three. Mm-hmm. Steelers win, they get the two if the Bills lose. Both teams lose, Bills are the two, Steelers are the three. That stuff can't change, just kind of like in the NFC. None of those teams are moving. Bills have the tiebreaker with the Dolphins, so even if they end up with the same record, Bills have the division already. Um, The four seed can be simple. Titans win. They get the four seed. But if the Titans don't win, that's where it starts getting confusing. Especially if, well, I guess it depends on the Bills and Steelers too because they're both playing teams who are trying to get into the playoffs. That's why this is so confusing. Yep. I guess we'll start with this. How big of a difference is the Steelers playing Mason Rudolph and not Big Ben? I mean, for me, it's pretty significant, but. Because Big Ben, what, five of the last six weeks has been terrible. Like one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Yep. No, no debating that, but he saved it for the playoffs. I mean, when they needed him last week, he showed up in the second half in a major way. Do you think they got together in the huddle, and they're like, you know what? For the last six weeks, we haven't thrown the ball over 15 yards. Maybe, just throwing this out there, guys, we should throw it over the corners, over the linebackers, and see what happens. I think what it came down to was Big Big Ben went in the huddle, and he looked at his own lineman and said, block for me so I can actually throw the ball past 15 yards. And then, because the Colts had one sack that entire game. Yeah. So, and the Colts were coming in with, what, a top five defense? So. Yeah, that sounds right. So, I mean, and the Colts at one point, like beyond midpoint of the year, had the number one defense in the league. So that defense is not like it's bad. Their defense is supposed to be good. So that was the biggest thing for me. The O-line actually blocked somebody. For once. And what makes it more surprising about the O-line blocking is, well, maybe it's easier this way when you know you have to pass, so they're going to be trying to rush hard, so you're looking for that. Yeah. Because they were down 21-7. 24 24-7? Yeah. I want to say. So the Steelers scored 21 straight? Just about. Wasn't it 28-24? Yeah, I think, I think yeah. it was 21. 
So, are the Steelers going to lose to the Browns then? Yes. No. <laughs> I'm trying to look at this and see. If the Steelers lose, do I have that in there? Yeah, if the Steelers lose and all, let's see, Steelers Bills, there we go. Okay. So if the Browns win, they're in. Yep. I'm trying to make sure that's right. There's lots of scenarios. I can get confused. That's what I've been hearing the in, for like the last couple of weeks. I think if they win, they're in. Yeah. It doesn't matter what they do. If they win, then they're in automatically. Because okay. they're already yeah. in. So they can't win and get out, can they? You can sometimes if it, when it gets to the last week, all of a sudden like the common opponent oh, comes into play because you have to play the same opponent four times Something for it to like count. That. So Something sometimes good. it doesn't always yep. come yeah. into play. Okay. But it, Browns have the tiebreaker over the Colts. So if the Bills and the Steelers lose, but Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, Colts all win, the Browns get in as the seven seed. Yep. And the Colts will be left in the dark, even though they'll be 11 and 5. Correct. Which would be the third 11 win team in NFL history to not make the playoffs. Can we vote them in and kick out the Giants when they get in? No. <laughs> Sorry. Worth a shot. <laughs> Man, there's just there's way too many scenarios. It gets confusing. But what's funny is the Browns don't have to win to get into the playoffs. They can still lose and make the playoffs. I mean, if you're a Browns fan... Yeah. Is this a successful season for you? No yeah. matter what happens. Yeah, it is. Did they get a win? I mean, <laughs> yes, it's successful. Because you've shown that your team with uh, Stefanski, yeah. right? That he's a real head coach. That he can put a NFL caliber team out there. He just can't game plan. Well, when you find out the night before a game that all of your NFL receivers are out. That doesn't help. No, but you also have arguably the best running back tandem in the league, and you only give Chubb 11 carries, and you still have Mayfield throw 53 times. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> no, that's dumb. And we've talked about this a couple times, where why do teams, when they get down by 10 points, think they have to throw the ball every single time? I mean, correct, yeah. When you have no receivers. You, yeah. you were thrown to Hooper and uh, rookie tight end Bryant and some practice squad guy. Guys. And Ch oh, and Marvin Hall, who I'm pretty sure was on the Lions like two weeks ago. Yeah. And Chubb got 11 carries. But anyways, that's besides yeah. the point. <laughs> well, kind of. Um, I have a feeling they're going to run the crap out of the ball this week. They probably should. The Steelers sure. are going to be – they're going to have guys on the bench. Their defense is already hurt. I agree, but maybe Mayfield's going to throw 54 times this week. And if they lose, good. <laughs> they deserve it. So does that mean that the best scenario or the funniest scenario is 
the Steelers ending up at three and the Browns ending up at six, so they have to play again next week. <laughs> that would be funny. That would. I mean, it's happened before, right? Yeah. Bengals Jets did it a couple times. Oh, where teams play the back to back. Yeah, yeah. But wasn't the the Bengals Jets one? They they sat their starters so that they could play them, and then the Jets beat them the next week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes karma comes into play. Yeah. I'm just even trying to figure out how to go through this. Titans win, they're the four. But if they lose, they can still miss the playoffs. So if the Titans lose, the Colts, Dolphins, and Ravens win, the Titans are out, regardless of what the Browns do. That's the scenario I'm hoping for. So you're rooting for the Colts. The Dolphins and the Ravens. Yep. Because then it doesn't matter if the Browns win. That's what I'm rooting for. I don't know why, but just because. I don't know if it's Tannehill that I hate, or if it's <laughs> Derrick Henry that I hate. I just don't want the Titans oh. to make the playoffs. What's weird about that scenario is the Browns, if the Colts, Dolphins, and Ravens win, and the Titans lose. The Browns are the seventh seed no matter what, win or lose. Yep. Because they don't have any of the tiebreakers with the teams ahead of them, but they have a tiebreaker with the Titans. Which is funny because the Titans have a tiebreaker with every other team. But the Browns. Or all the teams if they end up with the same record, but not the Browns. So the Titans could be four. They could be out. We're rooting for out. No, I'm rooting for the Browns to be out. So you're rooting for the Texans this week, then? Yeah. Because they're playing the Titans. Oh, no, that's not good. Derrick Henry over under 174.5 rushing yards. Over. He's going for that 2,000. How many does he need? Oh, like 250. (laughs) (laughs) He's a lot. That would be a lot. I'm trying to look it up. Derrick right. Henry has. Oh, he needs 223 yards. Oh, so he can do it. That's not too bad. Yeah. He's playing the worst run defense in the league. So oh, He definitely has a chance other than they want to. If it, Come on, if it's a blowout. Deshaun. I don't even think Deshaun's playing this week, is he? He shouldn't. Oh, because he had that weird thing happen, right? Yeah. Where his hand got stuck in the guy's face mask? Some ridiculous. Uh, I didn't hear that, but no, they shouldn't play him anyway because they're not making the playoffs. No. You guys are making $40 million a year. And their O-line is terrible. <laughs> their team is terrible. Why is Doug Gottlieb talking about Deshaun Watson? Doug Gottlieb has a radio show. He's got to talk about everything. Why don't you just go steal some more money, Doug Gottlieb? Isn't that what he did? Tax evasion? Uh, no, credit card fraud. That's what it was. That's worse. Back in college. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if Deshaun Watson's playing. Uh Says he's going to play. Deshaun Watson to play. Let's see how long. Yeah. Come on, Deshaun. I don't know. It could be a thing where if they're, like, if they go down by two scores, they take him out. It's like, well, we're not coming back. But if they're ahead and they can keep the Titans out of the playoffs. Remember, I believe in Eli. I believe in Deshaun. (laughs) Oh. Believe in Eli? Who are you? Yeah, we did believe in Eli for a while. (laughs) When he never told us, he was just talking about Denzel Washington in that movie. It's <laughs> like, I believe in Eli. Um, all right, let's see here. So, 
Titans can be anywhere from four to eight. Ravens and the Dolphins can be anywhere from five to eight. So what do you think happens with those two teams? Ravens beat the Bengals. They're the five seed. Yeah, that'll happen. The highest they can get is the five. I could see it. They should beat the Bengals, right? I mean, last time they were double-digit favorites against the Bengals in Week 17 and needed to win to get into the playoffs. They didn't. But you should beat the Bengals with no starting quarterback. Yeah. They should annihilate the Bengals. But, like, that was a different team back then. This one, the Ravens are going to run for 297 yards and win the game 30-17 to 17 or something. But I mean, I think it'll happen. No. But. All right, so, Alex, are you Titans win or... Yep, going Titans. All right. The Colts. Colts are playing the Jags. The Colts win, right? Colts win, yes. <laughs> this is going to be a thing where Jags have tons of scratches because the game doesn't matter to them at all. Because they actually wanted the number one pick? They have the number one pick. Oh, they have it? Yeah, it's okay. theirs. I was going to say, they definitely want to lose. So. Because the, the Jets' wins are in conference, right? Uh, yes. Because the Jets beat the Browns. Who did the Jets beat the week before that? The Rams. Is that how it was? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the the Jags went back in week one, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. I don't remember who <laughs> they were. they were going to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that your overreaction? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Oh. So, it was a good call. <laughs> so the Colt... Super good call. The Colts is probably the game you feel the most comfortable about, right? That the Colts win? They're playing the Jags. Or is it the Ravens against the Bengals? I'd go Colts. Or is it the Titans against the Texans, Landon? I don't want it to happen, but I'm more confident in the Titans beating the Texans. Over the Jags. Yeah. Losing. Yeah. The Titans can't stop the... Or not the Titans. The Texans cannot stop the run. Neither can the Titans. David Johnson's going to run for like 190 yards. And the Titans can't stop the pass. The Titans can't stop anything. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I, I'm more confident that the Titans are going to beat the Texans. I just don't want it to happen. Okay. So, likely, Titans 4, Ravens 5, Colts 6. I'm really rooting for the Dolphins, though. Well, no, if the Dolphins win, then they... Oh, no, if the Dolphins win, they get the five and the Ravens get the six. Yeah. Okay. So, Titans four, Dolphins five, Ravens six, if they all win. Browns seven. So then, you think the Browns... So you think all these team win, teams win. Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, Colts. Everybody wins. I think so. I don't think everything but the Browns. I'm rooting for the Dolphins. I don't know if the Dolphins are going to do it, but we'll see. I'm trying to see if... The Dolphins are the least confident team that I'm in. Because they're playing the Bills, and the Bills have a a little to play for? They really don't. It's It's the two versus the three. But there's really no difference. It's just home field in the conference championship if the Chiefs lose. Which they won't. So I mean it's probably not. <laughs> do th- do they reseed? No. Wait, yes. So the Chiefs get the worst team. 
Yes. So we're saying all the teams win, right? Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Colts, Browns. So the Colts. You guys do. So the well, Colts would be the team left out. But you're saying that the, scenario the Browns lose? I say the Browns lose. So Alex has the Browns losing, huh? Let's see. Which one is that? Trying to look. Okay. So Steelers get the two seed. Bills get the three. Titans four. Dolphins five. Ravens six. Colts seven. And the Browns are out. Yes. That's what I'm going for. Are you just mad at the Browns because they never give Tara Taylor a real chance? Yes. I knew it. <laughs> I knew that's what it was. It's all spite. <laughs> I mean, Same if, with Buffalo. Although I'm warming up to them a little bit. Yeah. They gave Tyra Taylor a chance. They kind of did. Yeah. And you did good. And then they just like, all right, bye. Then <laughs> oh. they sent to the Chargers and then they... Then oh, they realized, they, oh, wow, yeah. we have Justin Herbert. Why are we going to continue to play Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, so Herbert, they hey, stabbed him doctor, in the lung. I'm going to give you 100K to puncture his lung with a no, needle. Herbert's like, stab him. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. And he did. Do it. <laughs> Herbert paid the doctor 100K. I wouldn't doubt it. Or, you know, it's just something that happens on, what was it, like 1% to 3% of those procedures? Yeah, but it's way more fun to say that Herbert paid the doctor 100K. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> or Anthony Lynn was just trying to tell the team doctor how to do it. And because he's a terrible coach, messed it up. Or so it's just the Chargers doctor yeah. being part of the Chargers. And they just botched it. And lied. It's like, he's not going to lose his job over it. And he's never played again. <laughs> do you think maybe a two-minute warning buzzer went off and just... The doctor turned into ineptitude like the rest of the team does in the final two minutes of a game. Yeah, he's part of the Chargers organization. He, he, had, two just, minutes, he had two minutes left to get it done, and he, he botched it. He went for the game-winning field goal, <laughs> and he just hooked it left. Oh, man. Just Badgley style. Badgley's been bad this year. Poor Nate Kading. <laughs> yeah. So, it's hard to go through all of these. That's why I'm kind of fumbling around with it, because there's literally... There's so many. 15, 18, 20 different scenarios for things that can happen in the or in the AFC. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. It gets really confusing when you're trying to remember which ones you've done and how it all works. But thing to remember is Chiefs are the one no matter what. Bills win, they're the two. Makes the Steelers the three no matter what. Yep. Titans win, they're the four. Dolphins win, they're the five. So, like, that part of it's easy to remember. Yeah, winning, you're in. Yeah. Well, most. almost. I mean, for those. Yeah. So it's just the Colts have to hope somebody else loses. Come on, Texans. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess I know which scenario Landon wants. Titans to lose. Right? Yep. Let's see here. So Landon's got the Titans losing. So then, do the Dolphins win? Like I said, that's the team I'm the most skeptical about. Do, do, let's, do, let's go do. with it. Dolphins sure. win? Dolphins win. Do the Ravens win? Yeah. Uh, Steelers-Browns. Who wins that the game? Browns. Browns win that game. Where's the other one? Colts or Jaguars? Colts. All right, is that all of them? Yeah. I think so. All right, so Landon's got 
the Colts at the four, Dolphins at the five, Ravens at six, and the Browns at the seven. So no Titans in the playoffs. Let's go Texans. And no <laughs> no 11-win teams missing the playoffs because the Titans would only have 10 wins. Let's so go Texans. <laughs> All right, Alex. Dolphins win? Yes. Colts? Yes. Ravens? Yes. Browns? Steelers? Yes. Titans? Yes. All right, so Alex has... Is that right? Yeah. Titans at four, Dolphins at five, Ravens at six, Colts at seven, and the Browns out with ten wins. Right? Yeah, I think that's right. I'm going to go everybody wins and the Colts miss. Everybody wins. What happens if the Dolphins lose, but everyone else wins? Then the Dolphins are out. Yeah, but what's the seeding like? Oh. Uh, Colts and Titans, they would go, oh no, uh, but if the Ravens win, and then it doesn't matter with the Browns in that one, right? Oh no, it does. Oh, that's weird. Okay. So if the Dolphins lose, that's what you're asking, right? Yep. Just humor me. So if the Dolphins lose and the Titans and Ravens both win, Titans are four, Ravens are five. If the Colts win and the Steelers win, the Colts are six and the Dolphins are seven, even with the loss. But if the Browns win, then the Browns are six and the Colts are seven. And the Dolphins are out. And the Dolphins are out. It's the only 10-win team. That, I think, is the most likely scenario. Everybody wins and the Dolphins lose? Yeah. That's probably probably more likely. The Dolphins are probably the toughest game. Yeah. So if you're Buffalo, then do you find some measure of like want or um, motivation to knock a division team out of the playoffs by beating them? Absolutely. Right. Like I Absolutely. mean, I mean, extra motivation when it has little to no effect on you, because I don't think you can end up playing them again. I mean, who, or playing them in the first round. Who would you rather play, though, in the first round if you're the Bills? So that means the Bills win. Yeah, but how are they going to predict the next? who's going to win the next one? No, no, no. But yeah, I, I see what you mean. Um, but if you're the Bills... Oh, you can. Interesting. If you're the Bills at the two in the first round, you would rather play... Whoever's going to be the seven, right? The Colts so, or the Browns, probably. But it's kind of a toss-up. Who's it going to be? Well, I mean, would you rather play the Ravens as the six, or would you rather play the Colts or Browns as the seven? How do you know who's going to be which? No, he's just saying likely scenario. Yeah. Is if you're the two, you would rather play the Browns or the Colts. Well, I guess it comes down to: Do you want to play the Ravens or don't you want to play the Ravens? I mean, I wouldn't want to play the Ravens in the first round. As a two seed. That's just me, though. Because if Buffalo wins, and the Ravens are likely to win, yeah. then you're going to see Colts, Dolphins, or Browns. It depends on how those games go. Yeah. But if you lose to the Dolphins, you're playing the Ravens. Right? Yep. I don't want to see the Ravens first. That's what I'm going with. Because they the, they're the number one team since Lamar came back, right? 
Just about, yeah. And uh, what's it called? The Pro Football Index or whatever that it's called. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? I can't think of it right now. Yeah. It's not even late. Just can't think of it. And when Lamar comes back, you mean from the COVID list or from the bathroom? <laughs> COVID list. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Because he's been on fire since he came back from the bathroom. I'm just going to throw that out there. He was good throughout the game before that. Just saying. They hadn't made him throw a ton. But... <laughs> Probably because he was holding a big old load in his shorts. <laughs> and <laughs> throw the ball very far. It's a cramp. It's like, man, he was really scampering around well out there. It's like, well, yeah, he was keeping the butt cheeks together. I do think it was a mix of like cramps and having to go yep. to the bathroom. He Paul pierced it. Yeah. Paul Pierce is one of the weirdest dudes in the NBA. Was one of the weirdest dudes in the NBA. He still is a weird dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, he went to Kansas. What can you expect? Yeah. But like getting hauled off in a wheelchair and then coming back to play, but also getting stabbed like 14 times and then coming back to play the next season. That's kind of two completely opposite ends of the spectrum. You heard the rumor <laughs> about that though, right? Uh, no. About why he went off in the wheelchair? Oh, because he had to go to potty? Yeah, but the rumor is that he like he went did? in his pants. Yeah. Ah, so they didn't want to see it. Yes. <laughs> oh man, that is awesome. That's just the rumor, though. Just saying. I believe it. I'm gonna believe it from now on. <laughs> so I guess the next thing to get to is. Actually, I have no idea what the next thing to get to is. We went through all the playoff scenarios. Important games are going to be Rams, Cards, Dolphins, Browns, Dolphins, Dolphins, Bills. Those are the biggest ones. Oops. What's the game you're most interested in? I'm guessing for Alex, it's Dolphins, Bills, because he's a Dolphins fan. Yeah, I like the Dolphins. Did you ever answer my question about your team hierarchy? <laughs> Is it Saints, Chiefs, Dolphins? Or Seahawks 3. Somewhere in there. I like the players. How are you not an NBA fan if you just care about the players instead of the teams? I I care for the Saints. I know. And then after that, it's kind of players. players. That makes sense. What about you, Landon? What's the game you're most looking forward to? It's going to surprise you because it's not one of the AFC games. I'm actually looking towards the Hawks-Niners game. The reason being, I want to see what the Hawks offense can do against a banged-up defense. Because if I'm a Hawks fan, yeah, my defense has played well the last few weeks, but you're going into the postseason with an offense that, other than the Jets game, you're only scoring like 20 points a game. What did I see? They've only scored more than two touchdowns in a game once in the last five or six weeks. That's not going to cut it. Like, yeah, the first eight weeks they were like best offense in the league, looking great, and then just they were like boom, hit a wall yeah. and fell. Yeah. It's like, what they happened? were opposite ends of the spectrum. It was like insane offense, terrible defense. Yep. And then for every rink, the defense went up. The offense is like, we'll come like, meet you in the middle. I'm like, screw it. Their 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 defense sucks now, and I'm like, okay, now we're gonna play better. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just. Drive me crazy, don't you? They were giving up, was it 400 and 
40 <laughs> yards passing over like five weeks yeah. per game. I and mean, now they're only giving up like 18 points a game. Think about this, though. <laughs> Jamal Adams tackling Henderson last Sunday pretty much changed the entire landscape of the postseason. Yeah. Because the Rams don't get in on a touchdown there, which could have changed the entire complexity of that game. Is that what Even after Goff broke his thumb and then continued to play. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good point. I just... Does he get a half a sack this game? Will that put him at 10? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's no. Seattle. The game doesn't matter that much. They're just going to blitz him like crazy to make sure he can get one. Who cares if Kittle has 247 receiving yards? Get Adams that sack. Get him to 10 and a half. <laughs> they need a win, though. I haven't been, have them in the pools league. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need them, the Colts, and the Broncos. Oh, Broncos. That wins pool is a mess. It's because I didn't pick the Dolphins, and I should have, and I blew it. <laughs> I went. <laughs> the Suns was yeah. holding me back. Picking the Suns last year. <laughs> Landon's still got an outside chance. It's going to happen. No, it's not. It's going to happen. You need to win out and have every other team lose out to win it by yourself. That's fine. I don't. Who do you have? It can't happen. Uh, I have the Eagles, the Bills, and. I can't remember. The Cardinals. So you're going over. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I hope I go over. Yeah. <laughs> I need everyone else to go over to. I can win. I I'm guessing it's gonna be a split pot. Oh yeah. There's four I, guys at twenty six. I think if I win out I have a very good chance. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to figure out scenarios and I was like there's way too many like cross plays. Oh, yeah. Nope, not doing it. I'll wait till a couple games in. Alright. Anything else you guys want to talk about? College football, NBA, baseball trades. I mean, you can throw out the baseball trade if you want. We can finish with a little baseball talk. Talk Padres. That's the only team doing yeah, anything. Padres. <laughs> so, first, like, you know what? Blake Snell's available. We have a ton of prospects. Let's go get him. Yeah, and you gave up. They still gave up good people, Alex. They gave up one pitcher who, uh, yeah, he's a top guy, but I never, I didn't think he looked great, but he, he may be good. He only played a few games last year, but yeah, it's tough to tell. And then the other guy, it was like, I saw somewhere there saying, <laughs> No, no, no. Let's show them how it's done, Becky G. It's the brand new chicken dance song. Get down, heat it up like a sauna. Spin around one time if you wanna. Wings up, stretch out, put it on. Get up, get down. Club, club, can you hear the sound? New chicken dance, new chicken sandwich. My juicy, thickest filet yet. My cluck sandwich combos, only a Jack in the Box. I can barely hear it. Yeah. Let's go to MLB Trade Rumors. They always have everything. So it's Luis Patino and Francisco Mejia, and those are the two big guys, right? Yeah, Mejia was a top prospect. In he was like a top, way top. up there prospect. He was really good for the Indians? 
Yeah. Yeah. But he's this is his fourth team now? Or is it third team? Uh, third, I think. Okay. Um, so then it's Cole Wilcox and Blake Hunt. Yeah, Hunt's the one that was... Someone said it was supposed to be like one top 100 prospect. I guess I just don't like. I understand the Rays don't like to spend money, but you already paid him the contract. I understand your past arbitration and all that, so it's really kicking in now. But wouldn't you want to go back to the playoffs and make the money that way? Right? It's not the way they do it. Because every playoff game nets you millions and millions of dollars. Maybe. Or are they worried about that? There's not going to be really. There won't really be revenue sharing, so they're going to be losing a ton of money. I mean, that's probably the majority of the issue. Yeah. That's why right now it's like the lowest MLB has spent in the offseason. Yeah. No big name has signed. No. It sounds like George Springer's close, and he's going to get like $25 million a year. Which is too much for him, I think. Yeah, probably. So, so they get Snell. Yeah. Depending on who you talk to, the Rays got a – a good haul or a decent haul. Like, even you admit, Alex, it's a decent haul. It's decent, yeah. yeah. I mean, if the Mariners were going to go get him, they probably would have had to given up Lewis. Or, uh, is it Kirby? Kirby, yeah. Yeah. They would have had to give up a top guy. Cause yeah. Patino is a, I think he's a top 25 ranked guy. Yeah. Like, in the low 20s, mid 20s, yeah. somewhere and in Mejia there. Yeah, was a top 10 a couple of years ago. Yeah. He's like, what they say, he would be like in the 50s now. Still, as a 25-year-old catcher who can do a lot of stuff. Yeah, he just hasn't really had a whole lot of time as yeah. a catcher, so it's hard. But then, they're like, hey, we're not done. The Padres, that is. So they have Mike Clevenger, who's out for the year. Another top pitcher that they traded for uh-huh. at the deadline last year. He's out for the year with Tommy John. We'll go get you Darvish also. And Victor Caratini. Caratini. Is that like an apple teeny but with carrots? Yes. All right. That's all I'm going to think of with that guy now. Uh, is that he drinks carrot teenies. All right. So the Cubs get Zach Davies, Reginald Preciado, Yason Santana, Owen Kazi, and Ismael Mena. Lots of prospects coming back here. Except for Zach Davies, who's an actual pitcher. Yeah. Lots of young prospects. Yeah. I mean, it does seem like the Cubs want to just reload their farm system. Pretty much. It sounds like they're dumping everyone. Is, Everyone's available. Is Rizzo the only one who's not? Or no, Baez the only one who's not? Well, I know I know Brian is. Baez is probably available. He's free agent next year. Same with Rizzo. And oh, Brian. that's right. They're all available, Yeah, I would say. That would be crazy if all of a sudden they just dumped everybody. They'd get a haul back, though, for each one of them. Bryant would probably be the least. Which is funny because I think he's one of the. Uh, I guess I like all of them. So it's not, Bryant's younger than. Rizzo's old, isn't he? Uh, well, not old, but like. Rizzo's the 30. one who was on the Padres, right? Yeah. He had like one bad year and then they dumped him. Yeah, Rizzo's 31. Bryant's 29. Bryant is 28. Hey, we share a birthday. So he'll be 29 next week. Um, and then Baez is only like 27. Look at you. Just turned 28. So you're right. Ugh. 
just depends on when you look. Yeah. They could get rid of all these guys. I mean, they probably should. If they're dumping money and just reloading, do it. Like, why are you holding them? Yeah. Just find the two teams that need that position, pit them against each other, get rid of them. It's like, yeah, maybe they did have a down year last year, but also it's 2020. No one cares. Mejia, wasn't it Mejia hit like 077? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but it was in 40 at-bats. No one cares. It's like, that's a one little slump throughout a whole season. He went three for 39. Is that what it was? Yeah, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Because like, yeah, he's terrible. Batted .77. It's like, no, that's a bad <laughs> two weeks. Yeah. Like, he could have gone 11 for 20 the next week and brought it way back up and been fine. Which two weeks was like the baseball season anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> well, That's why stats just don't count. It's like... The other thing is, do you do you think you could get a ton for Baez? Or would teams be less likely to trade for him with Lindor and Story coming up in free agency, potentially? Like, well, is it going to be... Seager and Baez will both be free agency next year, too. Okay. So, is it going to be... Would you get more or less trading Baez with that scenario coming up with all these short subs being available in a year? How long is he under contract for? This Just year. another year? Yeah, all these guys, Baez, Story, Lindor, and Seager are all free agents after this year. Depends on who you are. I think you'd, I don't think it'd hurt you because you're not going for any more than this year right now. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you'd have to be worried about, like, if you trade for this guy and he leaves. Well, you would get a... You get a compensatory pick. Yeah, so you get something back. Yeah. I haven't looked that deep at rosters, but... you got to figure there's a team in New York that it doesn't matter if you have a solid shortstop. If somebody like that's available, they'll give you whatever the heck you want for them. Either New York team? Right. Or are you thinking... I'm thinking the Yankees, no matter what. The well, Mets have a younger-ish one, but he's been... And the of, Mets have a new owner who wants to spend money. Yeah, yeah so I could see a trade there, and they send it the, their young shortstop back. Yeah. That's probably... Like, the Mets want to spend money. They were linked... They are linked to Springer. They signed... What's it? Danny Jansen? Is that his name, the catcher? Is that the right guy? I think so. Right? One... That was, was he the Blue Jays catcher? Yeah. Yeah, they signed him to a decent-sized deal. That's another team. Blue Jays are always looking bad yeah. right now. Because the Blue Jays have money to spend because all their guys are young and under, like, tons of control. Yeah. And I think if you're looking at the Yankees as well, I was reading something about because Gary Sanchez didn't get a lot of playing time towards the end of the year last year. stinks. Still a young catcher. Is he 27? So, you could probably, and he's under control, last I checked. 28. Just turned 28. That's you, could probably, you could probably work something out around that. If a team liked him. Oh, like trading Sanchez yeah, yeah, to yeah. them? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you got to figure, uh, what's his name? Ross, right? He's there. David Ross yeah. is there. Um manager right yes he was a catcher he could work with sanchez yeah and a change of scenery would probably do him good because for the longest time everyone was super high on that guy for good reason i mean yeah i like, mean 
he seems like one of those players that's just kind of hit a slump, and a change of scenery would probably do some good. Get yeah. him out of New York. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not a place where... Well, the Cubs are trying to trade their catcher, too. Contreras? Yeah. yeah. So, so it's, uh, they're shopping him, too. Yeah. I mean, could work something out there, just some... Send Contreras and Baez to the Yankees for Sanchez and a bunch of prospects? Think of a lot worse places he could end up, like Baltimore. I think Baez would do good <laughs> in New York. Yeah, like he would thrive there. Yeah, I think so. As much as that pains me to say. Yeah, yeah I don't want him in New York. <laughs> I don't want anyone good in New York. I'd rather, way rather have good people in New York on the Mets. I don't mind the Mets. No, I don't mind the Mets. It's not like the Yankees. I like yeah. the Mets. They take bad players and <laughs> no. give us good ones back. It made it really easy for people to like the Mets when they're like the little brother to the Yankees and you have a guy like David Wright who's just likable. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'll like the Mets. So do you think after getting Darvish and Snell, can the Padres compete with the Dodgers for the division? Absolutely. Well, you forgot one more signing. Got oh, the, yeah, they got, got the, the Korean. The Korean guy. Hung Sung Kim. Ha Sung? I don't know how to say it. Kim. Yeah, Ha Sung Kim. Only a four-year, $25 million deal. Um, he's a good player, is what they think. Seventh on the free agent list. Not anything special, it doesn't sound like. Kind of a can play lots of places guy. A little bit of everything can hit a little yeah see how it translates but and that they also think the Padres have like another deal they're gonna make because they almost have one too many position players now because Cronenworth who almost won rookie of the year last year is their second baseman their outfielders are either stuck there because of money (laughs) which you can't really bench money in baseball especially as a smaller market team yeah and then you're not moving the left side of your infield. No, you're not. And I don't think Kim can play there anyway because he doesn't have the arm for it. Most likely, he can fill in it short, but I don't think he's going to ever play much over there. No, probably Especially not. I think Machado. More of a second base. Yeah. But. yeah, so they have the three biggest deals, right? Yeah. I think they have the only other big one. I'm not even big. What's that? Chicago, I think White Sox signed the oh, what's his name, the Cuban, yes, well, the younger brother, oh, yeah, um, Yo Yoelki, right? The, I don't know. Cespedes, the Cespedes oh, is yeah. step step half brother. Is he just as crazy? I don't know. Oh, probably. <laughs> but. Um, but he's supposed to be pretty good. I'm trying to see who the. The top signing is. Was he the? Yeah, Kim's the top signing so far. Yeah, there's been. Because Stroman took a qualifying offer. Yep. Kim was only four for twenty-five. Jeez. Uh, None of the other top. I've yet to see a guy who has signed, and I'm down to number fifteen. Oh, here we go. Oh no, it was James McCann who signed with the Mets. Yeah. Four for forty point six. So that's the big money signing of the offseason. No one has. Holy cow. Yeah, nobody signed. I'm down to. But do you think that the signings will pick back up? Yeah, they will. 
do you actually have a start date? Yeah, I think that's a part of it. Okay, I found another signing. Finally, Trevor May, the 28th ranked free agent. <laughs> what do you get? Two, Two for 15. I was say, yeah, not much. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of good players out there. I think it's just players trying to believe how much money teams have, teams trying to lie about how much money they have. So the normal, it's just a lot lower. Like if this was a normal free agency, Bauer would get like six for two hundred. Yeah, probably. And he'd also get kicked in the junk by his or no shot with a paintball gun. That's what it is. Did you hear that? He he made no. a bet with his friend that he would never sign a multi year offer, and if he did, his friend could shoot him point blank with a paintball gun wherever he wanted. How stupid! It's Trevor Bauer. He wanted to be a mercenary. <laughs> he's he's a weird guy. So yeah, him like Real Muto, Springer, these guys would have already have signed for over 150 million. Oh yeah. But now it seems like no, we didn't make money. It's obvious because the stands were empty. That's where 40% of our revenue comes from. So at least so they claim. Yeah. Well, and TV money, but I think that's coming up for a lot of these teams. It's not quite there yet. Right? Probably. Yeah. Uh, We'll do more about baseball, kind of once football winds down. <laughs> once stuff actually happens. Yeah. <laughs> when something non-Padres related happens. So uh, when we have a start date. Yeah, that too. Which we'll get to a nice, what two-month period where we can talk about baseball without football or playoffs getting in the way with basketball once it gets to the beginning, middle of February. Yeah. yeah. I think that's gonna do it. Unless you guys got anything else. I don't think so. For Texans. <laughs> All right. So if you want to support us, head on over to Patreon, Late Night Shots. Uh, check us out Facebook, Twitter, Anchor, Spotify. We're pretty much everywhere. Good for, thanks to, I guess, Anchor for spreading our podcast everywhere. You can find us seven, eight different places. Um, so go on out there, support us, look for Late Night Shots, leave us a review because we would help it. We would help it. That doesn't make sense. We would appreciate it. Goodness. All right, it's time to be done. <laughs> Alex, what do you got? Uh, phrasing. <laughs>